And welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I am Brad, and this is my co-host. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Gary. Yeah. It's Gizmo. <laughs> no, it's Jerry, and he's doing that voice because we are doing episode 90. We're doing the 90s starting at episode 90. 90. We're doing <clears throat> couple, excuse me. 90. A couple 90s movies, and we are going to start off with uh, Joe Dante's Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Yes, we are. Like when your mom makes cookies. A new batch. <laughs> There's a new batch in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This movie did come out in 1990. Uh, what did the original come out? This was quite some time, like uh, in between. Right. Yeah, the movie came out June fifth, nineteen ninety. But the um, I think the original one was out in was eighty five. Eighty five. It was eighty four, eighty five. I want yeah. to say so. Yes. It was a long time because Joe Dante was really sick of Gremlins and actually didn't want to do this movie. But then they talked him into doing it, uh, basically um, by saying um, by giving him free reign of whatever he wanted to do, which is very obvious in this movie. He got to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Yes. So they gave him a blank check for this one. They did. And rightfully so. It's Joe Dante at his weird and great and funny-nesk of, uh, you would say, right? Yes. Did the burps come out in the 90s too? Was that in the 90s or 89? The burps? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you real quick. I thought it came out late. Yeah. I don't know. This, we had a hard time finding this movie on any streaming service. The, the Burbs came out in 89. 89, that's what yeah. I thought. I can't, thought it came out right before this. Uh, we had a hard time finding streaming services. I thought it was on Hulu because it was on Hulu forever. I swear yeah. it was. Because oh, it yeah. kept saying, hey, would you like to watch Gremlins 2? And I'm like, no. Continue with, uh, you know, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's very similar. Like, no. I, I really want to see a whole bunch of gremlins wearing handmaid's yes. costumes. Yes. I do too. That'd be great. <laughs> so uh <laughs> uh we had to we had to rent this on YouTube. So you can purchase it on YouTube mm-hmm. or there's other streaming services that but the 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 yeah. main ones like Amazon, Hulu and uh, Netflix. Good luck trying to find any. Yeah, the and on Amazon uh, so you can get it through. You can get it through Apple TV. You can Apple get it TV. through, uh, like Windows Vudu yeah. and um, what was the other one? Uh, Google Play. Sure, you can get it. But like when you look at it through Hulu or anything like that, it actually says we no longer have like the the rights were the rights. Yeah, basically the the company said, hey, we don't want you to have the rights. <laughs> you were like, this. why? And I go, probably because Trump gave away the. He was like, no, it's making fun of me. Collusion. This the gremlins are colluding <laughs> with the Russians. With the Russians, they're colluding. <laughs> Nobody asks about Clamp Tower. So, of course, this is uh, this is John, uh, Joe Dante's uh, sequel to uh, the original Gremlins. Uh, so, uh, Billy, we got to play Billy. Mm-hmm. He shows back up. Yep. Phoebe Cates. Zach Galligan. Zach Galligan. Uh, Phoebe Cates shows back up. Um, as Kate, and uh, we we have the uh, Joe Dante stock characters as well. Robert Picardo, Robert Picardo. and uh, the, the late, late great Dick Miller. Dick Miller. Oh yeah. my God, Dick Miller passed away recently. Um, yeah, 
And so, uh, and and the guy who is the neighbor in the burbs is a security guard. <laughs> he is for like two seconds. And Christopher Lee is in this movie. Yes, he is. Yes, we forget about that. Um, uh, and again, uh, Gizmo is voiced by Howie Mandel. Mm. Deal or no deal? Mm. <laughs> I, I, I it seriously should be voiced by you, but what? Do, but what do we know? Well, and, and so. I like to do voice stuff, maybe not well, but I like to I always like to mess with voice stuff. Sure. But that's how I got started in doing that. Was through Gremlins? Yeah, because I started to real like So it was Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel's the reason for no, it. No, he really is. Actually, he really is. I will attribute that to him. But like when this when the first Gremlins came out, and I just remember I loved Gizmo so much, I kept trying and trying and trying to do his voice. And I realized, like, if I, like, moved my tongue certain ways or adjusted my mouth or stuff like that, I could change the sound a lot more. And, like, that's how I started getting interested in doing voice stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, that it's yeah, it is definitely because of Gremlins and oh. because of Gizmo. I, I got interested in, in, uh, in germ, germaphobes, OCDs, and yeah. stuff like that through, no, I didn't. <laughs> through... Through Howie Mandel. Yep. So, whatever. Uh, do we have a plot synopsis? I do. Movie? I do. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm clicking on the right screen again. <laughs> this is great. The magical collectibles store that Gizmo calls home has just been destroyed, and the tiny monster finds his way into a newly erected skyscraper. Billy Peltzer and his bride-to-be Kate, have previ- who have previously dealt with gremlins run amok, Discover that Gizmo and an impish legion of reptilian pals are inhabiting the downtown building. The couple tries to stop the creatures from escaping into New York City, but the new batch of beasts might be uncontrollable. <laughs> uh, and that doesn't even like give anything. <laughs> I know. Do you mean to give so much wacky? Remember when I was like the other one? I was like, "That's weird." Yeah, you can read ahead. the other one. Yeah, sure. Okay. A few years after the incident in Gremlins, Billy and Kate have moved to New York City where they work for media mogul Daniel Clamp. Meanwhile, Gizmo's former owner has just died and been captured, and he's been captured for the genetics part of the Clamp building. A little while later, a certain someone gets wet. (laughs) Someone gets wet. (laughs) It's it's the audience. Then he creates a new Gremlin species. And learns to finally fight back after years of abuse. And while Gizmo and the surviving humans fight back, the Gremlins and their evil later, leader, the Brain Gremlin, which is not his name, are planning to escape when it gets dark. And if they do, New York City will experience a new hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that I was like, what? They're going to experience a new, a hell. new hell at the hands of Brain Gremlin. I suppose the other hells that they've... Whose name know, is Stripe. Not to not to bring down the the, the tone of this, but like yeah. perhaps you know when you said like abuse, I was just like, wow, I never even thought of like just Gizmo being uh, just this creature that kind of has been a victim of abuse, yeah, in a way. Oh, he has. You know what I mean? He was a who, who decides to fight one. back in this movie. You don't yeah. really think about that, you know, as as an allegory because of all the weird shit that happens in this movie. But I guess one can if they want to. Well, this is this is where Jodie Foster got the plot for the brave one oh, from Gizmo fighting back. 
People do not like that movie, and I even prefer that. Really? I'm, I'm okay with that movie. Some people I've read hate that movie. I don't know. I think they hate Jodie Foster. Yeah, probably. But that's just me. We are doing Gremlins 2, but before we do any further discussion, we would like to let everyone know that we are part of the No Phony Podcast Network. We most certainly are. We are. And yeah. what is the No Phony Podcast Network? The No Phony Podcast Network. No Phony Podcast Network is a ragtag group of individuals uh, who come together to podcast uh, just from every conceivable type of podcast you can think of. So uh, we have we have things, uh, sports podcasts, we have comics (laughs) podcasts, we have uh, things about a guy and his dog. Um, We have really yeah like pretty much anything i can think of just comedy talks sketch shows sure uh we have um one with that looks at like interesting takes on the bible um uh, mm-hmm. i mean video games we have video uh games. i would call us the bad news bears of podcasting network Ooh, i like that would you would you say so yeah I get on that jay ray <laughs> um but you know this uh this month the featured podcast. Tell me. Saturdays with Chicken Duck. Saturdays with Chicken Duck. Yes. Uh, so Which can be described as basically a, a duck, right? Yes. Named Chicken. No, it's not. <laughs> a well, ragtag group of uh, friends who come together and do a podcast. And they, yeah. they, they have nice interviews. Crazy interviews. They've yes. interviewed uh, yeah. like jumpers, like motorcycle jumpers. Oh, I remember yeah. that one. Uh, did they inter- interview what's his bucket? The polka guy, Jan Levan. Yeah, Jan Levan. Did they? Or they were going to? I thought thought they might. I have to remember. Like I'm still catching up on some. It's amazing. They're yeah, but they are they are great. Um, so listen to them. Yeah. So James, uh, James and Casey, uh, they they host the show. Sure. Uh, and yeah, it's. It's a fun one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely go check it out. Um, lots of great episodes. You can get episodes early by uh, sponsoring them on Patreon. Uh, yeah. So great shows. Go. Get out there, check them out, or just check out the whole crew. So we got lots of something for everybody. There you go. But uh, now back to our uh, regular scheduled program. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's drop the deuce. On Gremlins 2. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, before we went on the air to record, I did mention Superman 4. Yeah, why? I was confused with that. What's the tagline of Superman 4, Superman 4? The quest quest for peace. The quest for peace. And the reason I said that is because I read in the trivia that the opening scenes of this movie were stock footage from that movie of uh, Superman 4. When mean? when they're going into New York, oh really? The, yeah, interesting. That's actually stock footage. Well, you that's know. why I mentioned it. And there's no other it's, reason to mention that movie. It's probably much more. Oh man, talk about a that's a movie with a misstep. Talk about like that was supposed to be brain or supposed to be Bizarro. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was supposed to be Bizarro, oh. and they even like shot what looked like Bizarro with uh, Christopher Reeves, and then they were like. What if we made it a blonde guy who, who was oh, nuclear God, no. and had Gene Hackman's voice? Whatever. 
Speaking of Bizarro, there are a lot of Bizarro gremlins in this movie. Yes. That's what I like about this movie. Um, I prefer this movie over the first movie. You know what? I'm For certain reasons, we will, we will get into yeah. in our discussion for it. I have to say the same. Yeah. So we open up in New York, and Robert Picardo is going to the uh, Chinatown to visit the guy that owns Gizmo, right? Yes. Because uh, they want to, he he wants them to sell his property. He's like the only one that won't sell for yeah. new development. Well, that, he works for this developer, John uh, Daniel Clamp. Daniel Clamp. It's kind of a Donald Trump esque character. Yeah, it's before to Donald be, Trump got douchey and became you know, well, before he <laughs> before he became you know megalomaniacal. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's this. It's this. He's just t- building up swaths of land. Uh, through Manhattan and everything like that, and and uh, the last—that's basically the last shop that's there uh, that's holding out. Right. And you, I like the way they play it up too, where it's like they don't have to have like a huge dramatic scene about it or yeah. or whatever it is. They they go and they talk to him, and he's like, "I'm sorry, uh, you know, Mr. Wings. Like, hey, I'm I'm not going to sell. Sorry." And uh, he's kind of coughing and hacking. You can tell he's older. And uh, as they leave, Robert Picardo's character, uh, Forster, oh, yeah. Forster, says, uh, did you hear that cough? It's not going to be long now. Yeah. Which is kind of grim, but I like that they're not like, they didn't have to have this big like, dun, 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 yeah. or like whatever. Or, or even like a have battle. like a, they didn't do anything where they didn't cross the line with the developer being like, <laughs> burn it down. Yeah, or they didn't like burn down. They do didn't kill him. They didn't do anything yeah, bad. They, they just, just waited, waited for him to die. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, reality. Yeah, reality happens. So yeah. it's six weeks later. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, we see Billy. Billy and Kate. Yeah. And they're in the streets of New York. Plus they, eight. <laughs> Billy and Kate plus eight. Which it's has, the story which of them and their eight just gremlins. With their eight gremlins. <laughs> Come on, Billy. Let's go. And she's got that haircut. She's got that. I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk cut. to your manager haircut. She kind of does in this movie. But anyway. He's, and he's wearing like a suit jacket and a button up <laughs> shirt and like surfer shorts. We just wrote, wrote Gremlins 3 for you. <laughs> it's based on a reality show called Billy and Kate Plus 8. So um, they're going to work. Um he works, uh, he draws, or he's an architect kind of in yeah. a way. And he uh, basically, he's like a designer, like designs buildings. Yeah, he like he works in the art department, yeah. uh, like for their architectural yeah. stuff. And so. she works there in the building as well. She's like a tour guide. Yes. The building. I mean, yeah. this thing is like huge. It's it's an attraction of itself. Yeah. The, the set is wonderful, I, I think. love the whole idea that we're building this whole universe inside of yes. this building. Yeah, that, it's that, very that cool. becomes the main set of Gremlins 2. And it's more than just like and any it's, other. Yeah. It's more than just like a, um, hey, we have, you know, multiple offices here. It's like a, yeah. these I mean, things function together and yeah. it's like a... a it is like you said, like a whole universe. It's a whole like, universe. It's a there's whole, a yogurt like, shop inside there's of like it. A whole city inside of it. And I love that. And I love that they play around with that. That lets them just then shoot on yes, more of a soundstage. Yes, right. Area. But instead of like New York. But um, but I love that it also helps Joe Dante kind of like build his 
his universe mm-hmm. of what is. It's not just necessarily the universe of the gremlins. It's a universe of like an office building that kind of has the, the higher technology mm-hmm. uh, of the day from for 1990. Yeah. You know, with doors that go around themselves or like, you know, lights that go on well, with and themselves. It, and, it almost and gets like back to the idea too of like the, the gremlins where they're, you know, like you'd have pilots who... Yeah. When they would have things that would go wrong with their machinery, they said it was gremlins. Yeah, that's you know, true. like there are build. There's a building that has all these technological glitches. Yeah, and they only get worse because the gremlins are there. Just that's true. Going nuts, yeah. and you can see like the worst that technology that ends up doing because they're there doing this. So. Right. Right. So I I really like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that he plays along with that, and we'll talk more about that once you know we we. You know, dig deeper into the movie. So you would say, like, I think my favorite scene coming up would actually be, um, well, the fact, well, let's talk about how Gizmo gets there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So someone, like, the two guys, right? Yes. Uh, the two twin guys? Yeah. So the, the naming well, kind in this Kind of annoying too. in this movie. Oh, I think they're annoying in everything. Yeah, in everything. But they show up a lot, especially, like, in the 80s to 90s range. They are in a bunch of stuff, like they, or especially in the '90s, I think. Like I know they're in Terminator too. Yeah, like early '90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's the actors are named Don and Dan Stanton. Uh, and you've seen these guys. Like yeah, these they're guys two are, two ginger twins yeah. who whatever, like with mustaches and whatever mm. else. So, um, but they play the characters Martin and Lewis. Martin and Lewis. Uh, and they work for. for they work for Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Who plays Dr. Catheter. Catheter, right. So yeah. they're Martin and Lewis. Yes. Yeah. And so they, uh, they uh, after they start tearing it down the It could be worse. It could have been Lewis and Clark. It could have right. been. That would have been really I mean, bad. it could have been any, yeah. you know, any names yeah. of whatever. But oh, it could have been. Yeah. So uh, they, uh, so they are, they're downtown. Uh, and Mr. Wing's place gets torn down. And after it gets torn down, then uh, Gizmo barely escapes. So he they left him in his cage. No, He's all depressed. And he's wearing like a black armband, which is adorable, but which, sad. I don't know if he went to a gay club the night before or what. <laughs> That's with what his, it is. With his black armband or what. I don't it know. was his memorial armband for Mr. <laughs> Wing. Uh, how Gizmo really knows see, about I black armbands. I want to see him recreate Live Aid as as uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, just Gizmo. Yeah. 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 Just just yes. walking around. Being, doing being the, Freddie Mercury with his yeah. armband. I would, yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Just anyway. him doing the little dances. Because yes. they do, haven't, he dances a lot in this movie. <laughs> Why not? Um but anyway, uh, so he barely escapes as, like, the wrecking ball is coming through. Uh, he manages to find a hole in the wall and, like, crawls through. And that's when uh, Martin and Lewis get him. So they uh, they grab him and take him back to the lab as a specimen because he's this unique-looking creature. Uh, and that lab happens to be in Clamp Towers. Yeah, but it's also, like... Uh, yes, it's coincidental, but it's it's an easy way to get them back together. Yes. But it's not like, I don't think it's artificial. Like, it's not like, all of a sudden, you're just there, you know? Yeah. 
You know why I'm willing to believe that? Like, I'm willing to believe this. I'm willing to believe it because Dante built this really mm-hmm. big universe with it. If it was like a regular office building and there's, hey, we have legal, we have this and this, and then there's like a research facility in the middle of it, I'd be like, oh, come on. Yeah. That's goofy. But there's so much goofy things in here. But there is so much craziness happening in this tower. That I'm like, yeah, I'll go with that. You. I'm willing to accept that they would happen to be at the same place. Yeah. And it is a crazy lab. <laughs> it is a crazy lab. But yeah. they but they take him back to the lab, and that's how he gets there. Yeah. And, and I love so, their... Uh, for an unethical lab, it's very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Billy's trying to design the new, you would say, the China. Yeah, uh, it's like... District. I can't remember what they were... It was, it was very kind of you know racist. Yeah, there's it was, it they, was the they, 90s back in the day. Yeah, they talk about it's Oriental, like Oriental a lot. something. Yeah, yeah no. Like many cool. times they say it, and every time I was like, <laughs> Ouch. yo, <Ooh>. okay. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so they he's designing this, and um, you know, and and it's a beautiful rendition of, of yeah. what they're putting together. Would like, you call it like his boss or what? How? What's her name? I can't think of her name. Marla. Oh, Marla. Marla Bloodstone. Marla Bloodstone is her yeah. name. Seriously? Played by, yeah, that's what the character's name I is. I thought her name was Marla Lago. <laughs> Marla Lago. <laughs> uh, no, Marla Bloodstone, uh, played by Haviland Morris. Okay. Um, so she's like this fast-talking career gal with her... A Virginia 100s and Virginia Slim 100s and whatever. She's got her long ass sure. cigarettes. Uh, and she is just, she's all over the place talking about it. And she's uh, basically very opportunistic and, and everything else. Yeah. Um, not like, it's weird. She's not like the worst character. There are a lot of people who aren't like bad, bad, like outright bad. Yeah. Or they're just kind of like just in business. Yeah. Um, but there are some people, there's like one or two people where I'm like, I don't where you know, I don't care about them. But like yeah. for the most part, the characters aren't necessarily someone that you root against. Right. You know what I mean? you know what though? Like Dante does a good job of like even Picardo. Yeah. Like Picardo would probably be the only one that kind of you question a little bit. Yeah. But for the most part, the the people in the security office are kind of douchebags. Yes, and deserve everything that they get. Yeah, they're they're dicks. But other than that, I'm fine. Well, but you got to think. Okay, so the so Billy at one point, um, well, why don't we come back to this in one yeah. second here? So basically, Gizmo gets together with them. Uh, Billy finds him, saves him from the lab, uh, puts him in his yes. desk drawer, and uh, Marla wants to take him out to dinner. So he asks uh, Kate to go get Gizmo later. And so while he's there, John Astin, who is a janitor. Sure. Can we go back for just one second? Because there's a scene that I actually like is when he's wearing like instead of a badge, they have like this thing that they wear on there that they scan. Yeah. Like Picardo scans it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, you're William, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I love that. Yeah. I love that little like. But the interesting thing is they have that now. Like, yeah. so you'll have uh, badges that have the uh, the QR codes on them. Well, that's what I mean. And you can just like uh, you can actually take if you have like a phone that has the scanner on it, just scan it. And so that happens a lot with business now. Like, 
Um, I've seen a business where they actually like scan their products or scan certain things like they use it for everything and it can get them in places. It can show them things. It can like whether it's a person's badge, whether it's somebody. See, this reminded me a lot of like Brazil, that moment kind of Brazil where it's kind of like, you know, yeah, like the thing clicks down. It's like this person is this. Yeah. Except less dystopian. It's almost like this whole world is dystopian light. Yeah. Yes, you know, cause it it's, is. Because it's kind of dark. And anyway. Yeah. But now we're coming back to my favorite, one of my favorite scenes of this movie. Yes. With John Aston. Yeah. So, and John Aston has a cameo. Uh, and so he is a janitor. Um, at this point, he might have actually been the janitor. <laughs> between, between things. For so, all the Patty Duke, when Patty Duke probably took all that money yeah. away from him. It was, he was moonlighting. The uh, So he... Uh, so he goes and he tries to get a drink from the fountain as he's grumbling and walking around, <laughs> um, which is weird. Like John Aston is usually like I'm just like picturing very, John like, Aston actually just being. This he's like, like, what? Why are you guys I, filming? You guys this? filming this? Oh wow, whatever. <laughs> no, so John Aston is very like he's known for being that kind of happy-go-lucky guy, and his delivery right. on stuff is very upbeat. Right. Like, hey. And on this, he's very grumbly. He's and, grumbly, yeah. You know, he makes this money. He goes to the bathroom. He makes 300 and something dollars doing this, and right. I, you know, make point zero 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 one two. So he's trying. So he's trying to fix the water fountain. Yeah, so he's and fixing it. we all know it. the rules of gremlins. Don't yeah. get them wet. Yep. Yeah. Right. And so he is trying to fix it, and the water like shoots out of the fountain and arcs and like lands real close to Gizmo. It's really, it's an awesome scene. Yeah. And Gizmo we all like, know because we know now, like don't God be careful. Don't and Gizmo takes like a little step back, yeah. like, uh Oh, and then it gets close again. So then he's like, shit, I'm out of here. So Gizmo's running, trying to get back to his drawer. Yeah. He climbs inside and he's looking out and the water arcs and lands on Billy's picture yeah. and runs down the little tray, yeah, that's a good uh, the, the pencil tray, and then gets him right on top of the head. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Sean, or John Aston just leaves then. Yeah, into John Aston. We don't Yeah, John Aston after that, whatever. Um, he's he's but like, Because we all know, we all know, yeah. like, that we've already, we already know the, the history of Gremlins. Yes. That we know we can't get him wet. Mm-hmm. So it heightens the scene for me. Yeah. And it's also like this movie, it's kind of synonymous with what this movie is because this movie really kind of goes balls out. Like it really knows what it is. Yes. Like right away. And yeah. like knows that like I can just go as crazy as I want now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And f- and for the most part, it works in this movie. There's parts that don't, but we'll, we'll get yeah. to that. There's there's some that doesn't, but so he gets you know um, he gets wet and he starts multiplying. Yes. Now there actually are. Um, so there are what he has four gremlins. I think so. Yeah. So Gizmo spawns four gremlins uh, or four little mogwais, um, and there is Stripe. No, Mohawk. Mohawk. Excuse me. Why do I keep doing Stripes that? Mohawk. Is yeah. Stripes the first movie. Mohawk is the black and white one uh, who has a little white Mohawk. Kill Mohawk. Yeah. And he has little stripes next to his eyes. <laughs> so it looks like he's wearing glasses. Glass. Uh, foreshadowing. Uh, and then you have uh, George and Lenny, uh, which are a reference to Of Mice and Men by Steinbeck. Uh, and then you have Daffy 
who is the one who has googly eyes. I just call him googly eyes. Go googly eyes. He's got them googly eyes. I would say before we go any further, um, I would suggest pausing (laughs) this and watching the Key and Peele sketch. Yes. Of Gremlins 2. Yes. Correct? Yes. And we'll tell you what, we will post it, we'll put it on Twitter, and we'll put it on Facebook. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, it it's is. probably one of my favorite sketches. It is because it gets when, me every time. Well, you saw so the first because you time know I, it. I think know? the first time I first time I watched it. Yeah, I was with you, and I was dying. Well, because I've never I had never seen Gremlins two at that time. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> but once you watch it, you're like, oh my god, this is so crazy. Yes. So you want a googly eyed gremlin? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I call them googly eyes. Yeah. Oh, googly eyes. And uh, and that's just you know whatever. Yeah. So um, they shove Gizmo uh, down. They throw him an like event. Event. Yeah. yeah. And then so Mohawk, uh, of course, George and Lenny follow yeah. Mohawk pretty close. Uh, so they take off to go wreak havoc. Uh, and you just can't contain Daffy. Googly eyes. Googly eye Daffy. Googly He's head. everywhere. Actually, when he spawned, he just bounced around the room as a ball. Yeah, first. kind of. Yeah. So when when yeah. Mogwais have baby Mogwais, it's a little bit more adorable. They just pop out as little fur balls, and they bounce yeah. around. Yes. And then they're like trebles. Yeah, they're like way. they look like little tribbles, and then yeah. they they. Start you say tribble, I say treble. Is it treble or tribble? Tribble. Okay, so I got that wrong. Yeah, because episodes trial and tribulations. Oh, it is. <laughs> so they they pop out they and then finally like unfold. Can I can I say this for for a yeah. moment? TNT has trouble with tribbles. Only one person will get that. But keep going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, which is why we do this podcast. It's exactly for, for that one. We just person. do it for one we're person. Just, we're going to get you one at a time. Everybody, send us your favorite inside joke. <laughs> and make sure we just incorporate all of them Shut in up. here. <laughs> like corn on the cob, right? <laughs> eh? Yes. Eh? <laughs> anyway. Asparagus Chinese food. <laughs> That's uh, for you. You know who you are. Is it me? Because I love yes. asparagus Chinese mm-hmm. food. Yes. Good. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, but they're running amok and they're, you know, it's the normal stuff. Yeah. Um, Phoebe Cates picks up googly eyes, googly eyes and takes him home thinking he's gizmo, which I'm like, you know what gizmo is. She Doesn't wasn't she? around him very much. Yeah, she was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think that she's just like, ugh. she was around the other ones more. Yeah, she was yeah. around the lizard ones, yeah. but you yeah. know. So uh, she she thinks it's Gizmo. Yeah, takes him home, and of course he's psychotic. Yes, and so throwing stuff at her boobs. Hey, a lot of people have seen Phoebe Cates' boobs. Okay. Yeah. Calm down, googly eyes. Calm down, googly eyes. <laughs> Just pop in fast times at Ridgemont High. That's all you got to do. Anyway, calm it down, googly eyes. Calm it down, googly eyes. And he seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's annoying. like that for, yeah. and it just. Is the underscore of every like scene he's in? <laughs> it's like he's just doing that, yeah. And then every once in a while he's like, ah, and you think he's done, and then he just starts back up again, like he's insane. It almost is like a you know, it's kind of a slower, not a slower, but like maybe someone who should have Ridlin. Yeah, like a maybe. gremlin. Give like that he, gremlin like Ridlin. He's, he's Would like you? got he's an ADHD gremlin. <laughs> um, no, he. Uh, 
it's like imagine people doing the like when Daffy Duck does the <laughs> that kind of thing. I always imagine that now, like all the time, sped up and just played for like an yeah. hour. It is because his name is Daffy, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like okay, he is kind of Daffy Duck. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're like, "That's not Gizmo." Yeah, yeah. Billy comes home and goes, "What the shit is that?" That's not. <laughs> this is not. Can we say that he went on a not a date because he didn't know it was a date with his yeah. boss or whatever? Yeah, Marla invites to him out. A Canadian restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's fun too. The well, first off, hashtag me too. But the, uh, I mean, Billy. Seriously, his boss is, yes. this is sexual harassment. Sexual like anything, like I'm just like ah. Oh. But they go. She's like, oh good, I wanted to try this new Canadian restaurant. Yeah, and like, they don't show any of the they don't meal, show any poutine at all. Yeah, you figure that's what they serve there. Well, yeah, back. But then they poutine. they bring out at the end. He's like, it's our special dessert, the chocolate mousse, and it's not chocolate mousse. Like it's an actual like moose head made of chocolate. And he's like, would you like us to carve you off an antler? Like, like, yeah, you, were you not watching that? Part? I was watching it, but I was trying not to pay attention. Was it? Were you more? That focused guy was on, played by Mrs. Garrett's son. Yeah, I was gonna say, were you more Garrett. focused on the fact that I was like, I was it's more, Mrs. Garrett's I was more son. focused on the fact that that was Facts of Life's own Mrs. Garrett's son. Yes, who was a dickhole to Mrs. Garrett, by the way. Yeah, he was terrible to Mrs. Terrible. Garrett. He deserves to be serving chocolate antlers <laughs> in a Canadian restaurant. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so. Billy's like, all right, look, I'm out because I didn't know this was going to be creepy. And as he's like leaving, Marla kisses him. Hashtag me too. Come on, yeah. Marla. I mean, come on, Lago. Marla. Come on, Marla Lago. <laughs> come on. Marla Lago Bloodstone. The third. How does he not know that he's got like a lipstick? Uh, lipstick on. I don't know. I don't know. I, my grandma used to coat it on right. pretty thick, and just so like Marla. Like, oh, like yeah. her whole thing was like, Unless she, my grandma left like a lipstick print on your forehead or something, she was not satisfied. I with feel that. like Marlo and like the female grandma that we meet later on should go together out like on the town. It's like yeah. a girls' night. Yeah. It's like Sex in the City. It's like Sex in the City. Except yeah. one of them the is a disgusting Miranda. reptilian and the other one is the gremlin. <laughs> gremlin lady, you're such a Miranda. <laughs> So anyway, um, so now we're getting into the just chaoticness. Yes, of them. We get um, uh, the next day. Yeah, when uh, they 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 go back and they're like, "Hey, we got to stop these guys." Yeah, right. Well, they sneak they sneak everything back in and uh, are trying to figure out where the hell Gizmo went. Yeah. Um, and by that point, they're just kind of showing up like the. they have a yogurt, a frozen yogurt bar, and uh, the Mogwais are just like in the like M&Ms, just eating and finally popping out. Everybody thinks they're a rat, as if people have not seen a rat before. Well, New York rats, I'm going to assume, are a little bit different, right? Well, I would assume they're just big rats, <laughs> not like, I know this rat, it looked like. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like Orbit or whatever his name was from the Jetsons. But how do they, what happens to where they multiply again? Like, does, does they have like does the oh the water? No, is there water through? They okay, so they eat. They uh, 
Billy's trying to get into like he's like we got to stop them before yeah, they that's a, yeah because it's going to be after midnight we got to stop them before they turn into their cocoons. He gets arrested because first off, googly eyes bites the guy from the burbs. Yeah, that's right. They screw her from so the it manages like, well, to like, bite him before midnight. There's a lot of people working like after midnight. I mean, I, I think it's, it's I think it's just like a twenty four seven okay community. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, that. and later you see there's like hotels or apartments too. There is. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, these things are going nuts. It bites his googly eyes. Buys bites the guy from the burbs. Yet he still takes Billy into the police. Because oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're crazy. Bitch, you just got bitten by one of them. No. What is your deal? Like, you saw it. Why are you not on his uh, side? It must be just one. Yeah. We're going to have to take it downtown. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Orbit from the Jetsons bit me. <laughs> but how did, like, so do they get, how do they get water again? So, uh. I remember. So they. Uh, mutate or go into their their lizard forms. Oh, that's what it is. They go Gremlin forms. Oh, yeah, they do. And they, then they, they go to. They, they're checking out TV shows. Oh, Kate takes them on. Oh, because they ate after midnight. Yes, they yeah, did. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. and they finally cocooned and they everything. cocooned. Yeah. So and then they, they turn into Jessica to, Tandy. What's that? Cocoon and Jessica Tandy. Yes. Uh, the <laughs> Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin. The the gremlins. Come out. Yes, our gremlins. Hume, we're gremlins. <laughs> Wow, we're gonna go see Bobby Darren at the Copa. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. Uh, so so <laughs> they go to uh, Kate takes some people around to yeah. see. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, she, uh, she's taking cooking with around. Marge. Yes, cooking with Marge. microwaving with Marge. Microwaving with Marge. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who that's has? Oh God, what is her name? Oh, um, she's been in a bunch of things. Kathleen Freeman. Kathleen Freeman. Yeah. Um, what was it that we saw her in? We saw her recently, and we're like, that's when she was, lady. A re- it was like a really long, really time, long ago. time ago. Yeah, we're I can't like, remember what that's it is. The lady it was a black and white film. I'll think of it. Yeah. Um, but but the uh, so she's drinking sherry as she's cooking, she's getting drunk, and she's making delicious. So she makes this thing. It's bologna. She says, uh bean dip filled bologna wraps bologna wraps bologna is what she calls it mm-hmm. um which and they do this weird oscar I, meyer does have a way this is the first time i've i've heard the sound effect or paid attention to the sound effect but it was like yes and she's roll. it sounds it's gross gross although and like i was going through it maybe it's just because like i'm hungry but i was like hmm bologna or bean dip filled bologna wraps all that bad. sounds disgusting. Don't even try. <laughs> Guess what we're having for dinner? No, we're not. <laughs> I'm not a 2022-year-old. 20, You're not going to have a bean dip filled bologna wrap? It's more freshman in like state college. I don't know what she microwaved to make a bean dip filled bologna wrap. It's microwaving with Marge, not putting bean dip on bologna sandwiches with Marge. And she talks about making about a, mi- she didn't microwave a damn thing. She like she a tuna, tuna, tuna noodle something and in a, she said tuna noodle and cheese product. I don't know, but the casserole something in a cast like a in a thing. That's yeah. how we got the grim. And she's she's Come been on. putting sherry in things. Like she puts a dribble of sherry and everything, and then like chugs the rest of it. She opens up the pot, and one of the Daffy comes out, yeah. and then the other gremlins are in the cabinet with like the yeah. yeah. And so they're going nuts. They're throwing pans in the the microwave. microwave. That's how the 
the catches on fire and then yep. the, the sprinklers come on. They blow that up and then and they, the water comes down and they uh, they reproduce. Yeah. They multiply. Now, I I know they did something with it in the first movie as well. Like Joe Dante did stuff with the effects, but to me, the effects in these scenes, like whenever they are doing the, um, like all of the effects with the gremlins, yeah, I think are really great. I think so too, and, and I think that the getting the wacky gremlins that we're going to talk about here soon, yeah, I think only enhances the gremlins mm-hmm. for me. It makes it like funner and yeah. and and um, opens up yeah. the whole universe in a, in a way that like oh anything can happen with these gremlins. Yes. So I love that like if you look on it like so whereas with the gremlins uh, with the mogwais it's just cute like little fur balls that pop out like pop yeah. holes. On this, uh, they look like blisters that start sprouting from their skin. And because they're, yeah. they're, you know, the dermis of the puppets is like rubbery, you can do kind of cool things with it. So we can, we watch that, like the blister things like forming on their back. Sure. Yeah. And inside of those, you can see even the little gremlins in some of them. Yes. And then they do close up ones where you can see the little gremlins even moving inside of the things. Yes. And it is, to me, is like Creepy. gross, but in a wonderful way. Like <laughs> it's not like gross where you're just like, oh my god, that's disgusting. Yeah. But it's like, oh, cool. Like you know, you, you kind of can't look away. Yeah, it's it's a, a definitely a fun effect. Like he right. does such a great job. So uh, I really want to talk about the, the fact that we have these kind of uh, supersized gremlins that happen in this movie. Yes. So it happens through the lab. That the Grumman's take over the lab that, that we, we talked about earlier. Yes. How they start drinking the potions or whatever that they've made through it. One of them has like a bat. Like, right? Am I right? Like, turns into a bat. Yes. There's a bat Grumman. That thing is cool. That, like, the bat Grumman is kind of awesome yeah. to me. It flies around and like. Yeah. So, uh, what, well, why don't we run through? Like, yeah. So, Mohawk. So the the other gremlins that we know that like we've named yes don't really do anything else except for Mohawk. Really. Mohawk drinks a brain hormone and turns into the gay gremlin, the the smart gremlin, yes. Tony Randall. Tony Randall. Tony Randall. Yes. The right? uh, his name he just calls him Brain from now on, right? It, pretty much. So it goes from Mohawk to Brain. Yeah. Um, voiced by the late great Tony Randall. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he is, and he's, I think is a fun character. Oh, I think, I think what a great thing to have. Like it becomes where I talk about this a lot. When I talk about comedy where it becomes highbrow, lowbrow, this is when it becomes highbrow, lowbrow in the best kind of form. Yeah. Cause he's talking all, all like, Oh, we think that this and this and this. And then there's all this crap and like, you know, going yeah. around him. That's just so <laughs> craziness but it becomes highbrow lowbrow yeah and it works and it's so wonderful well the thing that's great for me like later on there's a scene where he's talking to uh grandpa fred who's sure. like the late night monster movie host and he's they were like and and fred is the only one in the building with a camera so he's doing these like exclusive reports and he even says like you know what is it that you want he goes well, my, you know, well, my dear man, is we want what everybody else wants. We want to be civilized. We want this and this. And he's like, 
take this guy for take this fellow for instance and there's like one with a beanie and uh brain just pulls out a gun and just shoots him and he goes see that wasn't very civilized why would i do that i want to be civilized like he's <laughs> and but to me like i think he's a great character because he's almost very like joker-esque yeah yes. where he's like he's got that like chaotic insanity like he seems very like he's in a suit he's this and this but you know like yeah man he will kill you at the drop of a hat just because it's crazy Mm -hmm. to do that so there's vegetable gremlin yes vegetable gremlin which turns into a bunch of vegetables he grows vegetables all over his face and there's there's uh i don't know if you notice it like later on like uh the bartender gremlin pulls like an olive or something off his face (laughs) no he goes, that's amazing. The, the vegetable one is passed out on the bar and he goes and it makes this little it's sound. Those, those he little pulls a vegetable off it and puts it in a martini like and that. hands it to one of the I gremlins. Love I love that. It's so, so great. It's such a little touch. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God. What? Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like making, you know. Anyway. Yes. Uh, Bat gremlin who then breaks through the wall. Yeah. And, so uh, some of the gremlins are there for like to actually enhance the the danger. Yeah. And some are just things they wanted to do. Things they wanted to do. Like the vegetable one is things obviously not do. doing too much, right? Yeah. Um, and and you, you get uh, there's that you get the bat gremlin. You were saying, yeah, yeah, bat gremlin. Yeah. And uh, the brain injects him with some sort of like sunblock serum, right? So he's able to get out into Fly the Fly out. Yes. So he breaks through and it turns in. It's the, well, of course, Batman's own was owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's the whole. Batman makes makes the perfect bat symbol. Perfect bat symbol. <laughs> makes so no ridiculous. sense at all. But whatever. I'll go yeah. with it. But for some reason, I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, there's the, uh, well, he comes a little bit later, but there's the spider gremlin. The spider gremlin, which is who, great. Who was a terrifying looking gremlin to begin with? Gremlin, because he has like back spikes, right? Yeah, yeah. And comes and, later, yeah, uh, and the electro gremlin, the electric gremlin, yeah, who is basically a cartoon, yeah, because he's all animated. But he goes through like electric lines and stuff, like yes, that, like phone lines and stuff. And like he that. he actually is one. He uh, right after Christopher Lee has vowed to like never do these evil things again or be like an evil scientist anymore, yeah. He That's gets true. electrocuted by the electric gremlin. Yeah. Also, Christopher Lee, when he did this movie, apologized to Joe Dante for doing Howling Two. <laughs> but which is crazy because I didn't know he remembered that he did Howling Two because he was <laughs> drunk the whole time. Oh. Anyway, sorry. But hey, go back and check our Howling Two episode <laughs> out with special guest go. Court from yeah. Cinema Psyops. So, um, <laughs> so we get all these crazy gremlins, which I love. Oh. I love that he did this. Yes. Uh, the uh, also the female gremlin, the female gremlin that, yeah. we, that we talked about too. Yeah, but I love Dude. that. Like, I get the fact that like we're kind of doing this for marketing too, but it doesn't feel like it. You know, when you watch a movie, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, they're just doing that to, to yeah. push toys. I don't feel like this. I feel like they're doing it to to entertain the audience, and that's yeah. what they're doing in a way. Yeah, and I love that. And I love that aspect of it. Well, because now it's not just a bunch of nondescript gremlins. Yeah. You still have those, but you also have right. like that's what I felt like. People there was who a lot are of like, like nondescript. Even the vegetable the one, one, I'm like, there was a lot of like nondescript ones. Yeah, even the vegetable one, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. you got a vegetable gremlin. Like, yeah. 
even though it probably is actually less <laughs> less you know threatening than regular gremlins i'm like oh man no that one has vegetables for a face so like he must be a the yeah. lieutenant of so some the kind. other thing i wanted to talk about besides the, the the wacky gremlins uh is the whole meta part of this movie that happens kind of throughout yeah that that kind of in a way takes you out of the movie i would say yeah it's still fun but i feel like it's meta for the audience itself and not meta for the story yes do you know what i mean yeah it's like it's it's winking too hard at the audience. Yes. So there's there's a scene where Leonard Malton is reviewing Gremlins. Yes. Like on the screen for in Clamp stu- or Studios. Where yes. They have that. And then Gremlins too, and it's like verbatim of of like his review for Gremlins. Gremlins one. Yeah. His he hated Gremlins one. Yes. In real life. But loved the movie Laser Blast. <laughs> the movie Laser Blast. So and then so then it gets attacked by Gremlins. And the gremlins kill him, right? Yeah. Uh, evidently. So they're the heroes of the so <laughs> heroes of this movie. But like, it kind of takes me out because I'm just like, so is gremlins real or gremlins fake? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the wrong kind. It's so this- the wrong kind of meta. I get why. Like, I get totally why he probably did that. Yes, to kind of have some poking at fun. Yes, but it almost does it in the wrong way. Now, if it I- was like you said, if it was like here it is, and it's a parody of it. And he's yeah. reviewing like a parody of Gremlins, yeah, you know, called Goblin Monsters or something. Yeah, that would be funny. Yes, or that would work and not take me out of the realness of it. Yes, or like why they when they they actually had Gremlin branded Legos or something like that. Yeah, there's later like, on, um, yeah, like the there's like uh, they tie up Gizmo on the tracks, and they crash into like some. Legos that look like gremlins. And I'm yeah. like, again, like it just takes me out because I'm like, so obviously people know what gremlins are. Yeah. So you shouldn't be surprised when all of a sudden New York, one of the biggest cities in the world, gets overrun by gremlins. Like, why is it like, why is it so, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could see if they would have explained that based off of like the legend of, uh, you know, Kingston Falls. That now, like, gremlins yeah. have come into the lexicon, but as, like, a... They're not really real, but they're, you know, this was a legend right. of what happened to this town. I get that. Because that would be more like the Blair Witch 2. That would... that I would get behind that. Yes. So I like the Blair Witch 2, yeah. but it's not. It's it's right. pretty much that they're... Everyone should be aware, especially the scene that everyone talks about where... where um, the movie kind of breaks out, like it all of a sudden becomes like a William Castle kind of thing. Yeah, um, is that his name, William Castle? Yeah, uh, the the shock yes. director guy. Yeah, um, that Joe Dante obviously Worships. loved yeah. worshipped. Um, and kind of like the film dissolves, and then they're like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Gremlins take over the 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 movie projector," and they're like, "Not again!" Yeah, no, blah blah blah, and so the. Uh, what the usher guy goes yeah. into the audience and, and finds Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It says Hulkster. There's gremlins who have, who have taken over and they're in the, because yeah, now they're the, showing the a stag film. So, so now they're, but were they showing gremlins too? Yes. So they were showing the movie that they, 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 they eventually were in. So it doesn't work for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, those things are weird to me. So it's always weird. And I don't mean to, I'm not trying to like, you know, grab onto this yeah. and like make, make something for what it is. Cause I really do enjoy this movie. Yeah. And I kind of, I think that's funny. 
Yes. I still think it's funny. Yeah. But I still think it just doesn't work in the aesthetic of the yeah. story. Now, there, there are some meta aspects, I think, that do work. So like at the end like, with, um, uh, with John Glover's character? Yeah. 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 Um, where, where they're in the... Um, they're in the control room, and like Billy has explained... Yes. Gremlins. Gremlins. And they are cracking up. They're laughing at him and going, wait a minute, wait a minute. And they're, what about this? What about that? And like, what if he gets something stuck in his teeth? You know, he ate before midnight. It gets stuck in his teeth, and then... It, you know, comes yeah. loose after midnight. Like, does he turn into a gremlin then? And, like, they're asking these questions, but those are questions that people actually asked when the movie, the first right. movie came out. Right. And he's poking fun at the fact that there are holes right. in, in, you know, He was, he was also poking fun of the fact that, like, some lady, there, there's, uh, where he found out some lady took his uh, daughter out of the movie Gremlins because yeah. she was like, oh, this is terrible, blah. Yeah. But the... The daughter snuck back in to see the rest of it. Yeah. And so that's where the whole the scene comes in where these movies are terrible. Yeah. And it's, and it's, the, it's the guy from uh, Eating Raul. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the usher. He's like, yeah. lady, we don't we don't make the movies. We only show them. Yeah. Kind of thing. But again, but but my thing is like if if they're popular enough to make Legos, people know about them. Yeah. So I'm like, Ugh. You know, yes, it's that that whole tangent of it. Yeah, so it doesn't quite work. There's, for me. there's a few parts that take me out of it. Yeah, there's a few parts that take me. Out. They, but they also it's poke fun, fun, like I said. But can can we say like some of the other things they do to poke fun too? Because uh, he's he's pretty he's pretty good about poking fun at himself. Yeah, or he like is. poking fun at his work. So you get to um, they're talking about I can't remember what came up with it, but. Uh, Kate is like, you know, this and this happened to me on Lincoln's birthday. Yeah. Okay. Because, like yeah. Which is why we're doing this today. We're doing this for, for, President's, for President's Day. Day. Yes. Which at the time, I think, was. So go ahead and say what happened. So she says, oh, this, uh, we should, you know, Lincoln never gave up. Washington oh, yeah. never gave up. Oh, don't say Lincoln. Don't say Lincoln. It was Lincoln's birthday. I stayed home. I was home from school. So I went to the park. And uh, she goes to the park and uh, some guy who looked like just like Abraham Lincoln, including the top hat, with a trench coat. Right? Yeah. Like in the first one, she tells this really depressing story right. about how her dad and Santa tried to surprise him as Santa and yeah. got stuck in the chimney and died. Yeah. And so now she's talking about this grim thing <laughs> with like Lincoln where he's like, hello, little girl. And that's like she's just you can tell. It's like a like just poking fun at it, but also Kate does a really uh, Phoebe Cates does a really good job of delivering, delivering that it, yeah. in like a serious, but you still know I it's get punchline anyway. Like, like having more of that, which it does. Yeah. If, if you watch it, I, I love that kind of meta. Yes. And towards the end, John Glover says, uh, "What is that?" And he says, "That's Gizmo." I was like, "Oh, we could market that." Oh, yeah. What I'm seeing is suction cups. Yeah. You know, because they have suction cups of, on the hands on and the all hands. the windows yeah. and yeah. yeah. Which is great because like that was the whole thing. There was like yes. these, right? Yeah, Gizmo was so marketable. Giz- Gizmo was so marketable. Um, and the other thing, like the last thing I wanted to talk about was John Glover because I think John Glover's like amazing in this movie. He is amazing in this movie because uh, he plays that that Donald Trump kind of character. Yes, but he comes in to try to he does the right thing. Yeah, you know to try to to save everyone, um, but I think it's just so awkward and funny. Yeah. And, and it's just, and he, he's kind of like a, 
he's very positive <laughs> in how he does it, but very like goofy at the same time. Yes. And so I love that he plays it like that. He he's, does it so well. He's like an inadvertent scumbag. Right. Like he's as a, opposed he's to what he normally plays, like like when he was Lionel Luther. Yeah. He's he's like a guy who's like, but this is business, but he doesn't know that he's yeah. doing things I mean he he thinks he's doing the right thing or right. the good thing. I don't think he's trying to be malicious with anybody. He's trying so to either. create and trying to do these things and like yeah. he's you know, he's a very interesting character because I would not qualify him as a bad guy in I don't think he's, any case. I don't think he's the villain of this. I no, think that, not at that all. leaves it up to the gremlins. The gremlins yeah. are the villains. Yes. Of so, but uh, that brings us to how this movie does end because there was mm-hmm. a little controversy of how it was going to end. Not controversy, but uh, originally they wanted to uh, have John Glover's character cement the whole building off. Like pour cement and kill him that way. Oh, really? Yeah. But instead... They get them all wet, right? Yeah. All the Grumman's wet. Yes. And then they, what, shoot the electric Gremlin? Yeah, they, they release the electric Gremlin, yeah. who then... Yeah. Uh, I assume he gets so spread out amongst everybody that he just basically dies. dies he can't too. Yeah, because I was like, what happened together? to him? He I don't think he can keep too. himself together, so yeah. he just dissipates. That's what I was thinking, too. Um, But all of them are getting electrocuted, and so they're, like, melting... And it's it's pretty cool. Like you see, like piles of like goo with obviously there's rubber, like whatever under it, and they're like slinking into yeah, it. So like it for like the practical effect of it, because yes. this would all be digital now. For the yes. practical effect of it, it really works for it me. It does. It looks really good. Like I'm like, that's really fun. And the same thing with the other one. Like I always get creeped out. Like when a gremlin skeleton is like, it's obviously dying, but it's still yeah. moving and trying to do things as it's melting. There's like a couple shots of that with like a skeleton that's like moving. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Even with the end of the brain, <laughs> he, you know, is like singing about New yeah. New York, New York. Because they had a big musical number. Yeah, they New York, well, New York. a big musical number. Yeah. But again, it's so odd, but it works. Yes, it does. It's so weird and so stupid and so yes. great and so in smart kind of and way. so like everything all wrapped yeah. up into one. It's highbrow, lowbrow. It's highbrow, lowbrow, but it's so well done. But honestly, that's kind of Joe Dante too. Yeah, kind of in a way, is. you know. Um, <laughs> and then it ends with uh, Picardo's character um, getting what molested by the girl gremlin. Yeah, giving in to the girl <laughs> gremlin. Giving in to the girl gremlin, who is basically the Missy, mi- the Miss Piggy of these gremlins. Yes, the Miss Piggy of the gremlins. Yeah, basically. So one gremlin is alive. Yes. So maybe you should go back and kill that gremlin. Yeah, that's just me though. Yeah, I mean the one, even the one that escaped the bat one. We didn't talk about Dick Miller. Oh, Dick Miller uh, kills him. Yeah. yeah, and gets it, knocks him into cement. Right, that's he, why I'm like, they, I think that's how away. they got the cement thing. They yeah. at least put the cement thing in there. Yeah, he flies up and he turns into a gargoyle on a church. So great, and that, and then Dick Miller, which is, I'm glad they because he was the, the the he kept thinking he was crazy in this one. Yeah, they, like, they give the him kind exist. of that redemption of like, yeah. hey, uh, I'm not crazy. This, and then this once, is real. then he charged into the building to help everybody. Yeah. I, I, I like actually like Big him Bird much better know, in this movie. Like than the when other Big Bird one. was like, no, Snuffleupagus is real. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Snuffleupagus is real. And he was like, I told and you. And they're gremlins. Yeah. And they look like gremlins. All right. I think we should do the, our five questions. Yeah, let's do it. So, what do you think is the best part of this movie? There are, um, by the way, um, this movie has a lot going for it. I yeah. think that uh, 
I like John Glover. I like Dick Miller. Uh, I like the the practical effects. But what I like most of all is that this movie did not take itself so serious mm-hmm. and said, we're just going to do it. We're going to make a movie. We're going to make a Gremlins movie the way we want to make a Gremlins movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I I think the best part of this movie is Joe Dante. Nice. Very nice. Um, clearly, the answer is Zach Galligan. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not in the least. Um, I'm yeah, I am with you with like Joe Dante. He brings together like a good group, um, and you see that a lot, like with his other movies, matinee and whatever else. Like you see, right, he always has good I mean, casts of folks. So, yeah. um, but as far as the movie goes, I think what kicks this up from uh, Gremlins One to, to Gremlins Two for me is the the individual Gremlins that do other things. I, I know, like agree. some people think that's goofy or hokey or whatever, but like to me that ups the stakes and it really kind of broadens the possibilities of that world. Like if you know, like to me that it's very interesting. And I think, uh, yeah, I think and this the movie, possibilities of it. This movie shouldn't have worked, and I think it. I don't think it did at the time. I think it became more of a cult classic later on. Yeah. And I think that I like this movie better than the first one. Yeah. I saw this in a dollar theater. <laughs> there but, you go. Yeah. Back Shame on you. It doesn't need to be on a dollar theater. We had, we had but just again, moved it's to one Nebraska. I think like, we moved this, it during the move. Oh, Gremlins 2, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I didn't watch Gremlins 2 for the longest time because I was like, I don't want to watch Gremlins 2. That sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. But this is fun. Yeah, it is very much so. Do you think this movie stands on its own? No. I mean, we have to know. Like, if you did not know about the first movie. No, maybe. If they tell you the rules. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't know who Dick Miller's character was. Right. And um, so, no, I don't think it fully does. And I wouldn't know, like, what their relationship. Huh? Yeah. I think I think it doesn't, but it doesn't matter that it doesn't. I, that's, you know I would I mean? agree with that. Yeah. Like it, I think it, so this is another one that's odd. It's like Crocodile Dundee too, where it's not like one of the films where usually everything that we've had has been very clearly defined and it stands on its own yeah. or it doesn't or it stand doesn't. on its own. And Crocodile Dundee too, just like in this one, it's like it does stand on its own like i could watch this one without seeing the first one and i could probably assume yeah, what's happening assume and what's and, happening. and get into it but it's enhanced by knowing about the first one yes and so it's kind of this weird in between state like it does but it's better if it doesn't yeah yeah, well, yeah. for instance the whole scene of the the water fountain yeah is heightened with the fact that you've seen the first one the first movie. yes yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. All right. Um would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Um they were actually I was telling you this, that they were um talking trying to either reboot it or they were making a uh, Gremlins three. Um they had a script that they were shooting around that was Gremlins in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds terrible to me, but that's just me. And um and then it was uh, more or less um, Gremlins. It wasn't going to be a reboot. It was going to be Gremlins 3. Yeah. And it was going to be 
kind of a darker turn of Gremlins, mm-hmm. where it was like the fact of the matter is, what do you do with someone like Gizmo? Because for for a lot of the reasons why we have Gremlins is because of Gizmo. Yeah. So don't you just kill Gizmo? Yeah. And then you have you, your problem solved, right? Right. Um, and so I think it was going to become more of that, yeah. of like that morality of like, do we kill Gizmo? What's going on? Yeah. Kind of thing. And if that's the case, I'm all for bringing it back. I'm all for, I don't, I don't want to reboot. I do no. not want to reboot. No. I want to continue. Um, so I would continue it, but I would, here's what I would do. I would set it in more of like a, I don't want to say like post-apocalyptic world, but I'd want to set it in a world where like gremlins are out. Like they are, they've spread Oh, okay, you you went really dark. Yeah, I would. I would set it in that. And now it's like humanity's fighting for whatever. Jesus, yeah. Jeremy. Why not? War of the, this is the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, like a War of the Worlds kind of thing. Nah. Uh, no, I would have. I'd have where the Gremlins got out. Now they have to fight. And but you can, but then have where you almost have like your creatures of the week, where it's like they're either hunting down or trying to so stop. You're making a, a show. Yeah, I'm making okay. a show. How about that? I'm making a show. Nah. I fight. They fight their creatures of a week, which are like gremlins who are genetically unstable where they've, you know, your vegetable gremlin that's maybe it's doing something where it's killing plant life or like uh, undersea gremlin that got, you know, squid DNA or like, you know, all these different gremlins. And they're, they could be led by a brainy gremlin who is now you know, heightened, whatever, or maybe like the, their, their human counterpart that's helping them along is so can like Robert Picardo's so, character. Right. Or like a Zach, uh, Zach Galligan. So Billy could be almost like where he's just so apathetic about it now. Yeah. Cause he's just like, ah, again. Yeah. And so he's just like, he's, he's almost like, uh, uh, like evil dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, and ash, he's, yeah. he's out. Like, like, yeah, he's like ash. And he's out. Yeah, for, like revenge, just mowing down these yeah. gremlins. Yeah. No, I would. And then I he would, has to I wrestle go, with the fact of like killing Gizmo or not. Yeah, you know, I would go darker, and I would have somebody else get a hold <laughs> of Gizmo, and then have Billy like trying to hunt Gizmo down too. I you go really dark. Yeah, I don't think that's the right move. I don't, I don't think more dark is the right move, but that's just me. I, I think this movie's just too much fun. The whole point of like Gremlins is fun. Well, yeah, you know, there's nothing scary about it. You, well, supernatural. Make it a la supernatural, so no. it has dark episodes and it yeah. has fun on yeah, some. It might, it might work yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, does this want to make you watch the first one? This movie, in general, does make me want to watch the first one. I think that uh, there's so much going on that if I'd never heard watch the first one, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I'm all for it. Yes. Let's figure out like what happened, where where these came from, mm-hmm. what what's the history behind them. So, yeah, it does make me want to watch it. This, yeah, this would make me want to watch Having the first one, that, too. I, I would be disappointed going, when I watched I would be this. disappointed, and I'm going to <laughs> maybe piss some people off, but I do not like the first Gremlins movie. I find it very boring. There's a like least twenty minutes of this of Gremlins where I'm just like, okay, I get when, it. When they're in the bar, when they're, they're in the like, bar, I'm like, yeah. I get it. 
yeah. just gets kind of annoying after a while. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't know, maybe that's just my, my casual viewing of it. Yeah. Maybe if I watched it some more, I would be um, a little I, bit more. There was a period in time when I was like more into it. But yeah, like I'm, I I don't know, like I'm kind of like, okay, I get it. There's I feel like Joe Dante was, because it goes from, from, I feel like Joe Dante was really restrained. I really do too. And they were like, no, we want horror. So like he filmed it in a way that was like, okay, this could have been very Joe Dante-esque right. and instead it almost got, um, it feels like it got edited into something else. Yeah. I believe I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It, now it could be like the book. There was a book that yes. came out that, com- that accompanied this and, uh, that's the novelization, awful. the gremlins speak to each other and okay. like in very eloquent really? and like sophisticated ways. And like the arguments are like sometimes it's almost Shakespearean. Really? Um, the mother contemplates why she never went into the army because she always wanted to be in the army. Really? Yeah. The um, it turns out they are from outer space. They were invented by a scientist uh, who was part of this culture. I mean, is, this, is this canon? I mean, I don't think I I think it was supposed to be. okay. And then they were like, what did you give us? And it was like (laughs) so bizarre. But he was he sent them out as he's like peacekeeper. They were supposed to go to these planets and share this message of peace. But he they were flawed. And so like that's why the rules are there. And I think that this movie works for me because it's faster than the first one for me. Yes, it is. I think because you go from over here to over here to okay, we're we're going to. We're going to figure out how to kill him this way, or we're going to go over yeah. here now. And it rolls and then, into its goofiness. Yeah, it rolls into its itself, and, yeah. but but doesn't eat itself up. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. agree. You want to sum up your experience in two words? Uh, batchy good. I don't know why. Because it's a great batch. <laughs> I like yeah. the new Gremlins. Yes, batch. Yes, batch. Those are my two words. Yes, batch. I like this new batch. Yes. Like, I'm like, wow, how can we even improve and, like, get an even crazier gremlins of, like, to even surpass the spider gremlin. Yeah. Which is just amazing. Which is creepy and wonderful. Right. So I'm like, ah, I want more. I want more Mm -hmm. of, like, that universe. I want more weird gremlins. I just... The weirder, the better. Yes. I know that that Keen and Peel sketch is supposed to be funny, but I'm just like, yes. Like, I just want, yeah. I want Key and Peel to write the next Gremlins and just be yes. all like, yes, I want, uh, I want a Gremlin that shoots out Taffy from his hands. You know? Hand Taffy. Boom. Hand Taffy Gremlin. Death that's in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want, I want that for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Can we get them to do that? Yeah, I think we can. I think I think Let's it's a distinct right possibility. I think it's a possibility. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say. So you say yes, batch. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Mogwai mayhem <laughs> because I like alliteration. I like that. Yes, batch. Um, I like. Yeah, yes, batch is the the correct answer. No, the. Uh, I, I love the mayhem in this movie. Like, that's what... The the mayhem from the first to the second. The first one is just almost making it darker. And this one, I think, is just more... It's goofball fun. I love it. Yeah. I think this is uh, this is the movie 
Joe Dante wanted to make with the first one and wasn't allowed to. Like yeah. you said, I felt like they were like, no. Or didn't have the clout to do. Or yeah. Or, or, or yeah. Or just didn't have the ambition to do it or didn't have whatever. But there's something about it that I just love. You know what? This isn't a great, like, cinematically wise. Like, there's nothing, like, challenging about this movie. This isn't Oscar caliber. Yeah. But it's fun. Yes. And I love that it's fun. Well, it's Saturn, Saturn Award caliber. It's Saturn Award. Uh, but it's fun, and it's a fun watch. Like, anyone sh- like, if you don't have fun watching this movie, I'm yeah. sorry. Get yourself a new sense of humor. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? All right, so that concludes uh, this episode. And Jeremy, what have we been doing in episode 91 in our 90s? 90s um, and 90. The, you'll just have to see. You'll just have to see. see. We are doing I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes, I Still Know What You Thank you. Yeah, which actually should be called I Still Know What You Did Two Summers Ago. But it's not. But it's not, and we don't know why. But we will discuss that next time. Yes, we we'll will. We'll debate that. We'll figure it out for you so you don't have to. So where can people find us? Uh, people can find us at thedeucepodcast.podbeaten.com. That's me. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, the, uh, you can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, on nophonynetwork.com, as well as most of our, uh, as well as all of our podcast mates. Um, you can also, uh, Check us out on our Facebook page, uh, the Deuce Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Deuce Podcast. All right, tweet us, write a review, yes, do whatever. If you enjoy us, tell your friends. But remember, folks, we're gonna leave you on this note: the sequel is king. Sequel.